Yeah, I made you wait on that one. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, never know who's going to do the the intro. No, we know who's going to do it. I just, I made you wait. You almost stopped it again. I almost did. <laughs> uh, that was funny. Well, we're back. Took a week off. Yep. Not really intentionally, but just never. It's just the way the cookie crumbled. Never got around to her. Oops. Uh, yeah, a little bit to talk about today. We've got a tournament recap of ours mm-hmm, at Roosevelt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a couple, really only one bit of news from Bassmaster, or in regards to Bassmaster. See you soon. And a couple other things to talk about. Not a whole lot of recaps, just ours, and then one other tournament that was out there this weekend. Or not this weekend, but the past weekend. This weekend's going to be a busy one, though, for upcoming. Yes. Then we got three tournaments coming up, and we'll let you know. We'll dive into those a little bit deeper towards the end of the show. But we're going to start the show off. Jake, how the heck are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm here. (laughs) I'm existing. I'm existing. I'm sucking oxygen currently. (laughs) So we're doing good. No, doing all right. Got a hike in before this, feeling good. Yeah. Downed another monster for today to get myself through this, and... Good to go now. Yep, and a good day and when it's uh, Aaron Martin's Appreciation Day. Always a good day for Aaron Martin's well. Appreciation Day. Um, Miss the Furious Hog Snatcher. Yes, probably easily my favorite favorite bass fisherman of all time. My inspiration for 98% of what I do and how I fish. So He's definitely in my top three. A lot of fun to watch miss being able to watch him yeah we just watched the uh the appreciation 15 minute video that bassmaster put out for him mm-hmm. yeah that that almost that almost brought the waterworks yeah Some good I, stuff in that one yeah and i remember after after he passed when zona did his appreciation oh, show that was rough that got to me Ooh. that was that was really tough but r.i.p aaron martin's Still cool. We were there for the weekend that he won the Havasu one. Yeah, you. Yeah, you guys were. Mm-hmm. I I wasn't able to go, but present on the water for that one. That was freaking cool. Yeah, I wish I could have been able to do that, and I wish they would fucking come out here again. You know, um, just once every like you know ten years would be cool. Yeah. Go to freaking Mojave. Like, go throw the boys on Mead. Yeah. Yeah. Or Powell. That'd be fun. Mojave. Mm-hmm. Have a Sue again. Roosevelt. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, I want to see it, though. That would be fun. I mean, they're they're pros, right? Yeah. Go dissect that bad boy. I want to go see it. Yeah, and then they'd get on the water and do the exact same thing we do and just absolutely yeah, catch 25 crush them. And it's like, what the fuck? We've been doing that for like 10 years there. I, I really would be curious, though, to see with the practice and everything what those guys could unlock in that lake. Yeah, it'd be very interesting. It's full enough now that you could do it mm-hmm. easily. There's there's enough room. I think it'd be I think it'd be fun. The only problem is is the venue. Yeah, a lack thereof. Yeah, exactly. You'd have to build everything from scratch, and cell service and all that isn't great out there either. Yeah, I mean you can roll in. They have like. They've done it at Bartlett. I've seen it on like holiday weekends and stuff mm-hmm. where they roll in like a mobile tower. Oh, okay. That's cool. So, I mean, you can do something like that and place a couple through to branch the signal out. Mm-hmm. That would be, I don't know. I just think that would be really cool too. But I think it'd be mostly like our northern lakes, you know, your Powell, Mead, Mojave, Havasu, mm-hmm. if they were to come out here. Yeah. Just think it would be really fun. Yeah, well, I guess we'll get to our one piece of somewhat professional news. Um, That one bass, the Western Open Series, is partnering with Bass Nation Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, for 2024 and on. Um, So for 2024, the Western Open Series um, will still have the five Pro-Am style events. Um, held in California, Nevada, and Arizona. 
The events will also feature automatic berths for pro and AAA competitors to compete in the 2025 Bass Nation Championship. So that's kind of your incentive there now. Um, and in a new partnership with Bass, the top five in each of the four regional pro and AAA events, as well as the top five in the one Bass Angler of the Year standings, after the five events will receive berths into the 25 Bass Nation Championship. At the Bass Nation Championship, three anglers will earn berths into the 2026 Bass Master Classic. So they're adding another avenue for for anybody to get into the into the classic, which is which is cool. I've got one kind of bone to pick with that whole thing. It's a shared weight format. Ooh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Ooh. So you could get essentially one guy carrying another. Or you get coves that draw decent, you know, good boaters. Not saying that makes makes it, but I mean, or where the boaters carry a co. Yeah, interesting. Where in Nation, you have to qualify off of your five bass you caught. Right. So I've kind of got a little bit of a thing there because it's not like you're, it's not the same and you're getting a spot. Yeah. That and where's the incentive now for guys to fish Nation also? Like, you're not helping Nation out, attendance-wise. Yeah. You have to be you have to be signed up with Bass, mm-hmm. but doesn't mean you have to fish Nation to qualify. So it doesn't help grow the Nation. If anything, it might hurt the Nation. Essentially, they're just, like, widening the pool. I get it. I think. It's just I got to play devil's advocate a little bit there of, like, it's not the same, not the same thing. And I feel like if you're trying to help Bass Nation as the grassroots, that doesn't really help it. Yeah, I guess we'll see how it pans out. You know what I mean? Year. Yeah. It's like there's no there's no real incentive to go fish Nation. So my thing would because be... like the guys that are going to be fishing this are already not fishing Nation. Majority of them. Some are crossovers, but not many. So my thing would be one bass should definitely get rid of the cumulative weight. But that's format. the thing that makes those draw formats good is the shared weight because it's awesome. You don't get back seated. That's that's very true as a co-angler, yeah. Because it actually makes you fish as a team for the day. And you learn more that way too. Yeah. Well, especially with, I mean, with forward-facing sonar and a lot of that stuff now, like guys can go out searching for fish and they're going to include you now. Yep. And not just let you go pick daisies in the back of the boat. So it's like you got a really cool format that should stay because that's the way those draw formats should be done. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's just, you're qualifying now, not the same way. I don't know. I mean, we'll see how it works. I just being somebody that's done nation. It's a hard thing to freaking make it through that. And it's like, yeah, if you're a co-angler or even a you know bad boater and you draw decent co's that carry you. Yeah. That's a good possibility too. I mean, it goes both ways, but essentially it's not your fish that are going to carry you because if you put three good fish in the boat, but that's all you would have caught that day Mm -hmm. and you got a co that caught two bigs. Now he just helped you. Yeah. You don't get that nation. No, you don't. Definitely not. So I just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to work that whole thing. I, I love that Bass partnered with them to try to give another avenue totally for it. I'm just saying like there's two completely different playing fields Mm -hmm. that would need to get sorted out like does nation go to a shared weight or does one bass go to separate weights yeah yeah i would almost say nation needs to go shared i think the route to go for draw formats like that is a shared weight format and i still think nation should be the same way i don't know that'll be tough though because nation is i mean what like 10 (coughs) excuse me like 10 times the size of one bass so you'd have to change it across the board you would where one bass this is just the western or the little regionals but i I still think the growth in a draw format is shared weight to get more people because there's a lot of co's that don't fish because they know they're going to get backseated hey yeah that's true me being one of them Especially a back east where like a lot of guys are or like the northern tournaments, especially mm-hmm. where guys are heavy yeah. forward facing sonar. Yeah. 
Like, are you going to want to go sit in the back of that boat and just get backseated all day as they go tootle around looking for bass? No. Nope. Make it a shared format where now they got that you up there with them. Now you got to work together. Yeah. Yeah. I still think draw format going forward is shared weight to make it work and make it like fun and fair for all. Right. Yeah. I get if you want fair, buy a boat. I get it. I did that. I have one. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I just think if you're going to have that style of form, if you're going to have that format, shared weight is the is the future of it. Yeah. And I think Bass Nation would actually grow with a shared weight format. Yeah. It's a good possibility. There'd be more incentive for coves. Which they already have, a, at least out here, a very hard time filling coves slots. Mm-hmm. They have a hard time getting enough boaters. But especially coasts, they're always down coasts. I wonder why. Yeah, that's why, and I think a lot of it's because guys get back seated, they get fed up with, yep, being excluded in the boat, and I, I get it. Because me personally, if I if it was a a team weight, yeah, I, pr- I would probably be a nation still. To yeah, be honest. there's incentive. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we would go about trying to push that for it to happen, but yeah, because that's a massive fucking scale. Yeah, bass nation. Still, you basically just mirror how one bass does their shared shared weight, and just plug and play it into nation. Yeah, it's it's a pretty easily pretty easy implementation. It's just getting guys used to it. Mm-hmm. But I think I think more boaters would be receptive to it than than people think. Though, I know I would. I would rather have to work with the person in the back than essentially against them. Well, your percentage goes up Yeah, that way. Because I want them to catch fish at that point. I don't want them stealing my fish in the format right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where in the other format, I want you to be catching fish because that helps both of us now. Right. You're not competing against each other, kind of. Right. And for fish care, <coughs> and for fish care you only have five fish in the boat versus ten, ten fish in the yeah. boat. Much easier to care for. Mm-hmm. So on a conservation side, it's better. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I think overall future of draw tournaments is the way one bass is doing it. All good points. I just, when I first saw this, I thought about that. I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, you can get carried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Not get- saying that's intentional because you don't know who you're getting every time, but it has the potential to happen. Right. Where somebody that fished their ass off and did really well had a crap co or crap boater mm-hmm. and they get hosed with somebody that just freaking locked out on draws through the whole thing. Yeah. Just something to ponder. Yeah. Again, very good points. I, I like what they're doing. I, I think sense. it opened a door now mm-hmm. to even when you open a door, you open more seats now into nation. I, I, I get it. But you also open the door now to change nation to a shared weight format. And I think that might get overlooked and it should not get overlooked. Yeah, as it's weird to have two two organizations merge, but yet still have two different formats. Formats, but yeah. you're all still qualifying to the same Correct. end goal. It doesn't That's what my beef is. Makes it a little off kilter. One of these things is not like the other and they need to be the same. Yeah then it's fair across the board for everybody i would like to know and i know there's some nation guys that do actually listen to this thank you by the way i want to know what other boaters and co's that either fish nation or would want to fish nation what's your thought on that yeah curious because i know my thought i know his thought we're we're on the same page there we would be for shared format Mm mm-hmm what about what about you guys? Yeah, we'll do. We should do that. We'll make a post about it. Yeah, on our social media. Let us know because I'm I'm really curious. And I mean, we have we do have a channel to get to bass because you have the president of our Bass Nation out here, and that they deal directly with everybody on the Bass Nation team for bass. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you have a direct link to propose something like that to make it more fair. Yep. And just to help nation in general, I just, I really think that that is a good idea. And you're going to draw, you are going to draw more co's and you're definitely going to draw more boats. Yep. Because it's not as awkward for guys either, because a lot of guys don't like it because you get a random person in your boat 
that's going to be disgruntled if you backseat them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys don't want to deal with that. But if you get somebody random that's like, yeah, let's go catch the five heaviest bass we can. Yeah. Down. Yeah. It makes it more fun. Yeah. And you're going to enjoy your days better. And again, as a co, which a lot of the, <clears throat> a lot of the thing too, as a, being a co-angler in Bass Nation is being able to learn. And you are going to learn more because guys are going to be more inclined to show you things. Right, rather than hide them. Yeah. Because they don't want you catching their fish. People are going to be more open to teaching. Right. Because like, no, this is what I'm doing to get these bites. Mm-hmm. Which, it like, oh, okay, didn't notice that before. Makes everybody better. Yeah. And then that person down the road, they buy it. I mean, it helps the industry in general. Like, it's a whole snowball. Because that person, say, like, that's their first intro into tournaments because i i had a lot of coasts that that's their first tournament mm-hmm. and say they they enjoy the hell out of it they like it they keep doing it they buy a boat now they're a boater teaching a co like right yeah it just keeps it's a snowball effect like yep. you might get more people in might get more boats yep they tell a buddy hey dude this is actually really freaking cool yeah like, I just learned a shitload this weekend practicing with my boater. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of on to something there. <laughs> I think so, too. Cause I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be more of a draw to get me back in the nation, too, like, faster. Because, I mean, I fished, two, I fished two nation tournaments as a co, and I had literally both worlds where one tournament was very much like... I got backseated like a motherfucker all day. Yeah. And it was miserable. And then it was 15 minutes left and it was, okay, hey, let's go get your limit. And I was like, you're fucking kidding me. (laughs) Really? Now? That's that. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next tournament, I had a guy that was like, hey, here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm throwing. It'll get you more bites. Try it out. Like, and that, that helped a lot. I actually got a shit ton of bites that day. I didn't execute, but. I learned something. That was a whole new technique that I had not. You you lucked out with that guy too, being that he was a guide, so I, he's very used yes. to that. Yeah, I agree. I did get lucky there, but not so much because like he knew where everything was, but he's used to teaching. Yeah, and showing. But he still very well could have just been. Oh, he could have. Yeah, hush hush about everything for sure. And figure on crap out basically, but. And I've heard, like, I know a lot of the boaters in Nation, for the most part, I'd say 80, 85%, really, really cool dudes. Mm-hmm. I know a few of them, too, or most of them, too. Yeah. There's now, there's so. some bad apples Which that have been in there over the years. You're going to get. But it's just going to happen. And it's not even so much that they're bad people. I, will, I won't say that. It's just they... They're set in their ways. Yeah. And they're not receptive to having other people in their boat. And some of them just don't like teaching. Yeah. And that don't have the, they don't have that to do that. So it's something about, yeah, it's something, but you're going to grow the nation more. I believe if you have that environment of like, I really do think that, that team atmosphere rather than everyone's an individual. That, and I just know, dude, it's stressful being a boater. Trying no, to fish you, for your co-angler, too. Well, not even that. Yeah, that was stressful as hell, too, because I, I felt it like, I kind of felt like I had to be a guide. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's, I mean, years down the road, like, I've, I've looked back and been like, you know, that's something I got to work on. But then again, I'm like, they're out there trying to bust their ass and catch as many fish as they can. Like, they're there for the same reason I am. Mm-hmm. I just own the boat. They don't. Yep. But... I still want it to be an enjoyable time for them. Like, I, do, I don't want to be that boater where the guy gets off the water and be like, dude, this guy sucked. Like, he backseated my ass all day. Like, he didn't teach me shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't want guys to get off my boat and have that experience. So, like, I took it personally. If my co did not catch five, mm-hmm. I took that personally. I shouldn't have, but I did because I, I felt like I didn't give them... The opportunity. The opportunity, yeah. Yeah. And that's a lot. Yeah. And, like, having 10 fish in the boat, having to look after that, and having the stress of, like, dude, if my pumps fail in my boat and my co-anglers fish die, Mm -hmm. like, I am going to feel like shit. And that happened. Yeah. 
poor Lauren Bryant at Havasu. Yeah. We had my pumps fail. I lost a fish and he lost a fish because my pumps went out. I felt so damn bad. Yeah. There's nothing I could control. I wasn't planning on having my pumps just all of a sudden die. But it's like, dude, that that still eats me today. Like, that just bothered the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now how much, how paranoid am I of the pumps in the boat now? Yep. Very. <laughs> I redid our entire live well system this year just because. Yeah. Because I'm paranoid of it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a little bit of a, got on a little bit of a rant with that, but I, I've been thinking about it since that came out and I'm like, dude, if Nation went to shared format, I'm back in. Yeah. 100% I'm back in. I'm. I honestly would think about it as well. I would find a way to make it work schedule wise to get in. Mm-hmm. I would definitely think about it too. I'll go work freaking Van Buren to pay for my entry in it. Like I don't give a shit. Like I'll I'll do mm-hmm. it. People can pay me to put my clothes back on. I'd, yeah, because I'd much much rather not see my boater set himself up to catch twenty seven pounds and then backseat me for ninety percent of the day. Yeah. And then throughout the day, keep asking me, hey, how much weight do you think I have in there? How much do you think I have? How much do you think I have? <laughs> yeah, that would get annoying. There's a lot in there, huh? Yeah, fuck you. Let me try and <laughs> catch some too, please. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I really feel like that. And then you get just... to weigh in and here, weigh my fish in for me. Go get me a bag and put them in here and go weigh them for me. Like, fuck no. <laughs> Yeah. Worst tournament scenario situation of my entire life. Yeah, you were done right after that. You didn't even fish anymore. Nope. I, that was it. No, that was the first one. Then we did Roosevelt. After. Oh, I, I thought it was the other way around. No, it was that one first, and then it was Roosevelt oh, after. Okay. I gave it one more shot, and I had a good time at Roosevelt, but that first one still stuck with me. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, you were pretty chapped after that. I Rightfully so. hated that shit. And then let alone fucking getting in a boat with somebody that drives like fucking. See, that's my thing. Like crazy. I got a, I got a real, like I have to have my life in my hands kind of thing. I was like, I can't go. My ass was literally hovering over the seat the entire way. No. At Martinez driving down that fucking river. No. Mm. No, you're one sandbar away from eating something. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, that's why I can't go. I've got like a rational fear, but it's like I. Yeah, but if I got in, the I got to be in control. It, I know most of the guys on Nation now, where it's like if I got in a boat with fucking Caleb, or well, you couldn't pick a better person Caleb for Martinez, or Caleb or Steve or something. I know they're gonna drive perfectly fine. I'm not worried about it. They know their way around a boat. Then they also know their way around Martinez. Well, yeah, that too. But those, those jokers. That's their backyard. Just as a as a co standpoint standpoint, yeah, I know I'd be I'd be fine driving with most or of those like guys. Sean or yeah, yeah. Sean's boats for the most part make it all back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sean. <laughs> I got to give you some shit, bud. You 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 had a bad string of luck there for a few years, especially at the open. <laughs> That one was just, that was too easy to lay up. I had to. <laughs> Mob ahead. All right. With that, I guess we can move on to our next bit of upcoming news. Yeah. Cool little uh, Copper State, or what, it's a little seminar. Uh, looks like 2023 Desert Bass Seminars putting on a... Uh, little get-together. You're going to have Clifford Perch and the Nitro team and some special guests out there. Um, it's going to be at Copper State, Sunday, December 10th. Store opens at 11 a.m. Barbecue is going to be provided at 12. And if it's the same barbecue we had for the kickoff, yeah, yeah. phenomenal. Great stuff. Damn good. Uh, and the seminar begins at 1. So make sure you're there. Make sure to support it. Good chance we'll probably swing by. Give her, give her a check out. Mm-hmm. And uh, the kicker, 20% off store purchases. Yep. Always got to love that. You mean we can take the crackheads to the source and save money? I'm in. Yeah. Can't ever go wrong with that. I Copper State's killing it, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, like, as far as, like, any of the 
we have some really good local tackle shops anymore, like really good. Mm-hmm. But they're doing some next level stuff with all the seminars and stuff that they're doing, the promos they're doing, the partnering with tournament trails. Like, yeah, boys are backing the state right now fishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome to see that support from a tackle shop. So I mean, if you can if you can go out of your way to go support that place, do it because they're supporting the hell out of us. And who knows? Maybe it'll get more more tackle shops to kind of start doing the same thing i think so like so be cool to see the hookup liars doing mm-hmm. that kind of stuff too like phoenix yeah phoenix fishing. fishing like start supporting some trails like back in the anglers i think that's really cool because mm-hmm. these guys are hosting everything like doing giveaways partnering you know doing kickoff events like i mean it, they're doing a damn good job like their social media team's killing it too like you guys are yeah every day like multiple posts like mm-hmm Yep, your little tip videos and yeah, the Friday Seth tips with that. Seth. Yeah, yep. no, you guys are doing some cool shit. Like, it's noticed by a lot of people. Yes, but like I said, if you guys are around uh, Sunday, December tenth, eleven a.m., it opens up. I mean, you can kill two hours there pretty damn easy, especially yeah. when you got some barbecue in your hand. So go support it. Go hang out. Go uh, bump some elbows with old Mister Clifford Perch out there. Yeah, learn a lot from him, man. He's a freaking cool dude, dude. And just a stud out here too. The Golden Ram. Yep. Nah, he's he's an awesome guy. He's super nice. Yeah, and I'm curious who the special guests and all that are going to be. Uh, too. I mean, I saw obviously Crescent Carroll, Seth. Okay, cool. Um, give me a second. I had it pulled up. Maybe Michael Rosco will come and shut the front door. So you're going to have the AZ Nitro team. So I would assume that that would be we got what? Sh- Shura, Shura, Johnny. Yeah, Shura, Johnny, Gary, uh, Sempt. Yeah. Uh, is Shook still a I don't know if Shook still Nitro is team? or not. I, I think he was. Um, Josh. Yeah. I don't know if he's in town, though. I don't know if he's in town either. I would if I would feel like if Josh was going to be there, he'd also be as big as Clifford on this thing. Yeah, I think I saw Daniel. He was, he was pre-fishing somewhere. In Daniel, Eli- yeah. In Elias. Yep. Yeah. So more than likely, all those guys are going to be there. Art Chamberlain's going to be there. The old crappie Ooh, master. Crappie master. Let's go. And uh, William Dees. Okay. Are all the people that are on there at least? Um, yeah. Go hang out with the three-time bass. You know the U.S. Open champion. Is uh, Mike Long on there? No, no, they're not selling big trouble hooks. Oh, bummer. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I saw somebody on AZ English post a YouTube video of that, and I'm like, dude, years past. That's like digging up the past. Five years late. Yeah, welcome to the party there, though. That's a freaking rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. Good old Mike Long. Just put a fish tank in your rod locker. No one will know. That was a Rosco. No. Did Long do that, too? Yep. I just knew that he was snagging bass. Flat too. I mean, if you're going to do that. He then was snagging bass and he kept bass in his garage as well. Oh, that's right. I do. Yep. There was that whole story yeah, of that yeah, one yeah, dude yeah. showing up to his house or whatever and seeing him. And he tried to hide him. And yeah. Yeah. How do you hide that? <laughs> and then come to find out he was putting them. He had modded his rod lockers and was putting them in there. Because yep. nobody would check the rod lockers. Nope. Just the live wells. Yep. Yep. That is the Orozco approach because he did that in one of his other compartments. And he had fish tied in trees. How did they survive? That he'd bring up out of... Because there, there are so many stories that I read of guys that fished with him. Um, and they didn't say anything? No. Nope. See, I feel like they're well, just at fault. Well, because there was one specifically that I remember that fished with him for... Unless he's got a gun to your head. Like. Quite a while that he, he isn't like 100% sure, but he was saying just a lot of the stuff just did not add up. So he didn't do it when they fished together? No, they he did. Like, he was in the boat with them sometimes. He'd, like, apparently Mike would know when the other person was turned away doing something or whatever. And he would go up to a tree and just act, start casting, act like he's fishing. It's just sitting by the tree. And then when the guy was looking away, all of a sudden he just heard the guy in the back of the boat just heard some water rustling and he'd turn and Mike would just have like a fucking eight pounder in his hands. And the guy's like, what? 
Like that didn't mm-hmm. even sound like anything. And <coughs> that's weird. And there was a big tree right next to him. And he's like, mm, lucky those lakes don't that happened down. way too fast for an eight pounder. And like, I heard absolutely nothing and until the, the eight pounder gas in the boat. It's put in the boat too. Like, yeah. Interesting. You so, know, I wonder yeah. if you ever pulled up to a spot and a fish wasn't there anymore. I don't know. But then you get on all the off the water shit too, where he was apparently like showing up to people's houses and fucking threatening them, threatening them and their families and stuff. And yeah, is how that guy didn't end up in jail for that any dude of was that a, assault. That dude was something else. <laughs> he had an ego problem for you sure. Think? And then you have all the footage. Yeah. Of somebody in a ghillie suit that taking a video later, of him. Which is awesome. He was snagging fish off of beds and stuff. Yeah. What a joke. Yeah. And ever since then, man, not a single peep. No, you haven't You're heard a damn thing from him. Mm-mm. Granted, it kind of happened at the perfect time when now, like, I think the San Diego bass fishing scene is kind of tanking shit now because of all the lakes there are restricted now, so... It's pretty sad. Like Poway and all those are super restricted now, I think. Yeah. Cali in general is just getting brutal. Uh, which unless is a it's shame because... Like, unless you're in like northern Cali. But even then, like Clear Lake's kind of more northern. And they're just freaking killing all the damn grass out of that lake. And Shasta is like the only one that's Holding still kind on. of... I, don't, I think Berryessa's done too now. Yeah. For the most part. That hasn't been... Because it's been drained... Mm-hmm. Oh, so much. The deltas, they're taking all the grass out of that too. That has really struggled lately. And then I think you still have the striper problem out there too. That's brackish water, so for sure. It's not really a problem, but. No, but good population. <coughs> yeah. Well, that's our Mike Long um, rant of the day. <laughs> I don't know. I just saw that post earlier today and I just started laughing. Yeah. I was like, damn, that brought back some shit. I remember when all that went down. Yeah, me too. That's hilarious. I sat there and read that whole fucking article. I was like 30 pages of all the... Nothing for you, dino boy. Different stories and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like sitting down and reading a (laughs) 100-page publication on a newly discovered fossil. But, you know, I digress. Nerd. (laughs) (laughs) You're just jealous. Yeah, there's too many big words in there for me, not enough <laughs> pictures, you know? You pick it up after a while. <laughs> I'm too damn dumb for that shit. Let's do some tournament recaps. All right, should we? I guess we'll go over ours first. Dun, dun, dun. Well, let's do ours last. That one we're going to end up ranting on anyways. Okay. So first, we're going to do the Fish and 48, the fourth annual Turkey Derby. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Yep. Gobble, uh, gobble. Solid weights of Bartlett. Yeah. Really Again. Good. Really good. Freaking, like, dude, there's some big fish that came out of there. Mm-hmm. Like, daggum. That's a lot of almost, that's a lot of threes. That's a Four. ton of threes. Two fours. Almost a five. <laughs> Goodness. Well, <clears throat> yeah, first place was, uh, Yes, that's you, dog. <laughs> Scott Getty and Jim Wood. Five fish, five alive for twelve ninety three. The big fish of four and a half. Second was Shocker. Yeah, Shocker is back up at the top. Mason Smook and Bobby Bayham. Five fish, five alive for twelve forty six. No big fish weighed. <clears throat> for them, so they must have just had a bunch of clones. Yeah. Uh, third place, Daniel Elias and Jeff Martineau with twelve sixteen with a three twenty nine big fish. Hunter Rackley and Jeff Garrett with twelve oh three with a three pounder as their big. <coughs> Excuse me. You need to knock that off. I know. Jonathan Landis and Dylan uh, Ladick or Maladic. That's an interesting one. I don't know if the M is silent or not. Um, eleven eighty four. They had big fish of the tournament with a four ninety six, almost a five. That's a good one. That's a Bartlett dinosaur. That'll carry the bag. That'll do a lot. Yeah. Um, 
Why do they have the... That's weird. Sixth place then, James Howard and Bruce Resnick with 11-16. They don't have a team number, though. Or a boat number. It's like it glitched out. Like okay. sixth, seventh, and eighth. Or... I'm just going to go... I'm just going to list them the way that they're in order. Yeah. So sixth, James Howard and Bruce Resnick with 11-16. 293 Big Fish. Sixth place, Mark Dodderer and Greg Prather with 1110 and a 287 big. John Wendler, five fish, five alive for 1092, the 342 big. <clears throat> and there was a tie there with uh, John Lynch and Troy Farrington. They also had 1092, but it looks like John Wendler's big fish, a 342, broke the tie. Nice. And that's why you weigh a big. Because the other guys didn't. Yeah, so John Lynch and Troy got ninth, and then tenth is Brendan Rivulo and Bryce Heller with ten fifty five and a two eighty two big fish. Not bad. And then I mean it's just ten city. Yeah. All the way down. Bartlett's kicking out good weights, dude, and like There's some good names in here too. That fish this one. I'm still trying to wrap my head around Uptain and Coleman were back. How we had eleven pounds and I mean, granted, we got fifth, but still. I mean, we still would have been right there again. It's just the weights are just so heavy there, though. It's you, you used to 11 pounds, you won a derb. Mm-hmm. Like, you won a tournament with 11 pounds, like, just, like, two years ago. Yep. Now it's like you you can sniff a top 10 with 11. Yeah, the fish are definitely getting... Uh, They're getting bigger in there. Getting healthier. Go to the Nerd Facts page. There you go. Teams fished 49. Uh, total fish weighed 224. Total fish released 224, so 100%. Total fish weighed of 407.26 pounds. Hours fished, they left that blank. I'm going to assume eight. Um, average weight per fish is basically a two-pounder, 1.82. Average number of fish per team, 4.57, so basically everybody caught a limit. And average weight per team was 815. Like an 815 average weight there is solid. Mm-hmm. It's like a little above average. Yeah. Normally that was six or seven pound city. Like you're yeah. you're about a pound and a half average higher now mm-hmm. than what it used to be. I don't know what changed in there, but I'm for it. Yeah, I don't know what happened down there. <laughs> That's weird. There's like an anomaly on the page. Let me go to our crapshoot. All right. Dude, like, where did where were those fish? And now... So now we're over to Southwest Custom Tackle LLC. Gotta throw it in. It's on there. Stop four, Roosevelt, on the second for us. Where do we begin? I don't know where people are finding all these fish, to be honest with me you. Me either. Like, we, were, we were around a 10-pound bag all day. Mm-hmm. We didn't weigh one, thanks to me, but I we never saw the class of fish that got weighed. Like, dude, the amount of three-pounders that got weighed in, like, do you see that? Yeah. It's like the top 28 boats, like, damn near all of them have freaking threes or higher. Yeah, I don't know. that. What the hell was big fish of the tournament? Is that that a, like 464, I think, looks like. Was that big? Yeah, it was. That was the payout. That's wild. Yep. So you put 92 boats on the lake. You got a metric shit ton of three pounders. A 464 was big. You didn't get one with 92 boats out there over five. Yeah. It was tough. I know it was tough, but it's like, damn, dude, that average though. I mean, you got first place. Was Ken Knutson, Keith Knutson, shocker, with fifteen twenty five with a three twenty eight big. So they literally just had clones for a bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, second place was Clinton Bell and Andrew Bell for fourteen ninety two with a three forty five big. Damn, Mike was in the way. I couldn't read anything. Uh, third place, Dean Cruiser and Jim Hawks. There's a name for Roosevelt. Uh, 14.46. They didn't even weigh a big. Uh, fourth place, Mike Crothers, Fred Buella. Buella. 
dude, this is going to be bad. Uh, 399 or geez, 1399, uh, with a 325 big. I think I just had a stroke on fourth place in general. I'm just going to write that off. Uh, fifth place, Robin Jackson, Joe Denson, 1339 with a 286 big sixth place, Adam Glasscock, Trey Glasscock, uh, 1322 with a 318 big. Seventh was Cody Bossert, Chandler Sylvester. Uh, 1310 with a 323 big. Eighth was Joe Benucci and Rick Perney. Perrine. Perrine, thank you. Uh, 1304 with a 309 big. Ninth was Skylar Curry, fishing by himself. 1285 with a 356 big. And 10th was Patrick Spencer and Renee, uh, 1281 with a 464 big. You know, it's funny. Every time you see Renee, <laughs> there's, there's a big fish involved. There's a damn big fish involved. <laughs> yeah. Like, have you noticed that? Uh-huh. Since we started fishing tournaments, if you see that guy's name on a score sheet, yep, there's a big fish associated with him. He might not get big fish at the tournament, but there is one. Yep. Yeah. And I know that old boy's just sitting in the back of the boat at this point in time. <laughs> he is. He's the co-angler. Yeah. So, and he's not the youngest man out there anymore either. <laughs> just saying. That guy knows where to go find one. Hats off to you, Re. You've been doing it for forever. Ever. It's just. Still crushing it. Dude still finds him. Some, he finds one at least every time. We're going to give kudos to the top couple. Yes. Uh, 12th place, Joshua Palma, Chevelle Palma. Our friends. Yeah. Uh, 1265 with a 305 big. Great job, guys. Damn good job. And then a couple right behind them, Victor Cunningham and Deborah Cunningham. Mm-hmm. They've been doing it for a long time. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. That was, that was such a rough tournament. Well, I guess you guys are wondering where we ended up. Oh, we got some scrolling to do for that. <laughs> Wasn't as bad as the first one. Do we at least make it on page two? Yeah, sure we're on did. page two. Let's go. It wasn't as bad as the first one. You are correct. Weight wise was actually worse. Yes. Barely, but worse. That is a forty third place finish. Out of ninety two. Out of ninety two. It hurt my soul. Being that we had the fish hooked up. That would have not done well, but we would have been in the high 20s. Yep. So being that I fought a fish wrong next to the boat and it popped off, that was awesome. Um, And then lost one in a tree because I didn't know I had a fish hooked up at first. And that was our big fish. thought it was a branch. That would have been our big fish. That would have been our big fish. And I uh, give it the old Yankee yank a little too hard there and uh, broke the twine. Broke the twine. Yep. <laughs> and then realized, shit, that was a and fish. And then I had a bunch of short strikes, <clears throat> too, on the drop shot. Yeah. Where I'd get bit. Yeah, we were playing with fire. Let them have it for, you know, like half a second, set the hook. I'd have them hooked up for mm-hmm. a split second, and they just pull off. Had that happen, too. So. I don't know. Yeah, we were playing with fire all day. Whatever our bite was that we were on was just a little, a little was- too finicky, I think, compared to obviously what other people had found well i mean when we're flipping dead center of trees with drop shot and like five foot of water like shit's gonna go sideways yeah but the fish just weren't it was weird they weren't eating it we the ones that we were able to get in the boat were biting it good but Mm -hmm. it was like a 50 50 they were either biting it really good or they were just like grabbing onto the tail they were just skirting baits yeah and i feel like they'd hold on to it just long enough to realize something weird's happening and then they just let go yep so yeah i just don't know what i did to roosevelt to just get bent over the last two tournaments now with losing fish at roosevelt well we've got one more chance to salvage it yeah championship and it'll be a nice time of year at least yeah we can cry our way home to nice weather hopefully we can get on a good bite of something that we like to do I'm down I'm down to flip drop shot or anything like I'm in yeah 
I had I I had fun flipping drop shot at the trees. I mm-hmm. really did. Like yeah, it was too. cool. I could throw that shit all day every day. It was something different. But it was a different way to attack it because our flipping baits we we couldn't get bites, but yet you'd flip a drop shot next to the tree and you could get you could get bit. Once we figured that out, and then we had to find the style of bank, the right trees, the right <laughs> depth on the trees. Yep. Um, I mean, there was definitely something to it. I don't think we knew of enough areas to run that pattern effectively all day. That was kind of something that just kind of like manifested as we were out there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if we would have landed the two fish that I had hooked up for sure would have been in the tens and gained 20 spots and points or at least 15 spots and points. Are you going to cough again? No. Get it together. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to tighten up. Try and tighten it. So you're going to blow my eardrums out and everybody else's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's ASMR. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, tough derb. You want to get on to the nerd stats there? Yeah, I guess. Oh, you already got the page up. It's too busy wiping tears out of my eyes. Um. Yeah, so 92 boats fished. Still decent turnout. It was more than I thought. I figured we would have had like high 70s, low 80s with this part of the year. We know what the turnout will be for the next one. 70, baby. It's capped and we in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Josh, uh, for letting us know that they opened it up while we were at the ramp. Yes. So we could get signed up beforehand. Mm-hmm. Good looking out, brother. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, Teams Fish, 92. Total fish weighed 330 fish. Total fish released, 330. That's pretty damn impressive. That's awesome. (laughs) To not have a dead fish with that many fish weighed. Like, that's... Probably helped that it was so fucking cold, but... Yeah. Yeah. No, water temps stayed nice. They really did. That please release me made an absolute mess in the light bulb, by the way. Did it? Yeah. Yeah, the powder stuff can be a little... I think we're going to have to, like, put the powder stuff in first and then start filling... And then maybe it might like help till it up and dissolve it. Or you could it. just put it in a water bottle and shake it and then pour the water in. Mm, could do that too. Because I don't think the way we did it was ideal. Anyways, sidebar. That just reminded me of fish care and all that. I mean, it, the stuff worked great. It just made a mess. Like, live well is now like tinted blue. It's interesting. Um, total fish weight was 691.97 pounds. Uh, that was an eight hours fish. Average fish weight was t- uh, 210. That's pretty damn redonkulous, if you ask me. Uh, average number of fish per team. This is where it kind of got a little stingy. Uh, it looked like a lot of guys rail dumped fish, so that's driving this average down. But 3.59 fish per team. Uh, average weight per team was 7.44. So we were over the average. Mm-hmm. Granted, again, that's getting massively brought down by, like, the 10 teams or so that decided not to weigh anything and just rail dumped. Yeah. Because I know some of these guys had fish and just did not weigh. So, overall, it was a fun tournament. Just very frustrating. I just don't know where. I don't know that lake right now, and it's at a very awkward water level for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's things I want to go do, but the water's not quite right. Yep. And then there's other things I want to go do, and the water's not quite right now. Because now it's dropped a little bit since the last time we were there. So now, like, even stuff that we wanted to do didn't have enough water on the cover that we had. Yeah. It's just, it's a weird place to pick apart right now. And I wasn't going to go drag jigs and that kind of stuff out. I don't know. Lake's a puzzle to me right now really need to just dial in and spend some damn time out there and just live out there for a few weeks. Like I said, we got, I guess, technically two more shots. Yeah, day one and day two. Out there. In March. Championship, so. March? April. 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 Um, yeah. No, we'll be, putting our t- we'll be putting our time in. Yeah. We're going to come ready, as ready as we can. Yep. Because we got to figure that lake out again. Because we used to have it figured out before, and it's just has not been our friend as of late. No, it's rough. 
And it just doesn't help that we get good opportunities and we just cannot execute at Roosevelt right now. Because, like, we went and executed our ass off at Bartlett. Didn't miss a fish. I don't even think we had one come off. Did I? You might you might have had a little one on drop shot or something. Yeah. But even then, like... Fuck it. Then you go back to Roosevelt. Honestly, that one pisses me off more than... You had a rough day. Both Roosevelt tournaments. Yeah. Well, you contributed in both Roosevelt tournaments. I contributed for like half an hour. At Bartlett, yeah. Bartlett. I, I called but, you out pretty quick. No, I don't know. I'm just saying, that lake has kicked us in the nuts for the last few years now. Just cannot, can't get it dialed. When we start to think we've got something, it changes like instantly. Yeah. And we junk fish and just can't, I don't know. You get a bite here and there and then you just get roped into the ghost bites. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, that lake is just, for us, just really, really weird. That and the day I finally hook up on a buzzbait fish again. Yeah. Dude, I've missed so many buzzbait fish this year. I'm still one for one. And I don't know if it's like, if I'm using the wrong rod. I, I don't know what. No, it's I'm, just, it's the name of the game with buzzbaits. You've got a solid hook. doesn't move at all. And fish are notorious for fucking missing buzzbaits. It's just... I gotta find a way to slap a treble trailer on that thing. <clears throat> Your percentages with a buzzbait aren't very good. No. Really topwater in general. But they get bit. Yeah, they do. I don't know. Again, it's just and- timing, really. Just getting that one day where they're so dialed into it. You just you catch five out of the six. That would be a great percentage. At this point, I think I've caught one out of seven bites I've had on it this year. Yeah, I'm one for one, so I'm good. Yeah, not good. Because that was the one Saturday. Just freaking dolphined it. It had it, too, because it was pulling down on it and just never never got a damn hook in it. But I had one blow up in the tournament. Yep. And I had to blow up the weekend before, almost in the same area. Yeah. I don't know. Or tournaments just left. Sorry, we're Man, bringing it back for Apache. Oh, one little nugget though. We're in eleventh in AOI, mm-hmm. so we have managed to salvage. Did we move up? What were we before? I think we were like thirteenth or fourteenth. Okay, so not much. So but... we gained some ground, which is cool. Yep. It's gonna be hard to catch Ken and Keith Knutson because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they're leading. I'd, I'd have to pull it up again. Um. No, we, we're where we want to be. We're in the hunt. We're just going to have a couple really good. We need a couple good derbs. We need Apache to kick it off for us. And I am fucking excited for Apache. Same. We need to do well at Apache. I honestly think Alamo could be a sneaky good tournament for us if fish is how we like to fish. I know you've never been there. Nope. Just from when I've gone there, it fishes how we like to fish. Good. So I, I think Alamo could set up to be sneaky for us and as long as we don't tank martinez we'll be good there i think i think we'll be okay i've got some intel we just need depending on where the water level's at but yeah but we just we just need solid tournaments the rest of the way out yep and just hope some other guys just fall off because we got what apache alamo martinez yep and then the championship. And then Roosevelt. <sighs> yeah. That's a gotta make it happen. Yeah, this Roosevelt one was the uh halfway point of the year already. Jeez. I know it's flying by. It helps when you double when we basically stack two tournaments on top of each other. Yeah, for the holidays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we get a little bit of a break, recoup, get pre fished in Apache, just get out there, poke around, make sure what we know is good. Yeah. But while we're on break there's still a few tournaments going out this weekend. Yep. Before their breaks. Um, you got the Let's Talk Fishing and ABA out at Roosevelt Bobcat Ramp uh, this Saturday the 9th. Um, and then you've got the Cash and Solo Series at Burnt Corral at Apache Lake on Saturday. And then, <coughs> there it is, the uh, <laughs> Fishing 48. Uh, has their Q bar, Q bar, tournament at Lake Pleasant, um, also on Saturday, 
I guess they've got a couple of raffles. They've got a gun raffle. Uh, they got two firearms that they're raffling. Cool. Um, I, I don't remember what ticket prices were, but I believe they're raffling off a Glock and an AR-15. Hell yeah. That's cool. And fresh, what was it, Atlantic Cod? Yeah, they got some Atlantic Cod that they're going to fry up after the tournament and a little fish fry. Very cool. It's different. That'll be a cool <laughs> get together. It's cool. So support those guys, all of them, this weekend. Um, pick your poison. You got three different lakes to go to all all over the place, really. And all of um, us in the weekend warriors are going to be paying close attention to that cash and solo Apache. Just to get a taste. <laughs> It's still a solo derb, but be interesting to see what, what those guys do weight-wise. Mm-hmm. And then, don't forget, reminder again, Sunday, December 10th. So after all those tournaments and you need a recoup day and you want some damn good barbecue, yeah, head on over to Copper State. Yep, and go to the best yep. seminar there. Check out the seminar and restock on all the tackle you lost on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just remember, make sure to support that, guys. Yep. We'll be here next week. Promise. Sure will. Promise we'll have another one next week. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, man. I just want to get to Apache so bad. Yeah. Itching. I had wish a, we could this weekend. Such a good trip out there in the kayak earlier this year. I'm so stoked. Oh, it's going to be a fun tournament. We haven't done a derb on Apache in a long time. Might even catch a good uh, for you. It's been a really long time. Oh yeah, for a tournament out there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mine was nation out there. That was the last. We were like one of the last tournaments before everybody couldn't get permits anymore. How many years was ago was that? It's like twenty seventeen, seventeen or eighteen. Jesus! So I haven't fished a tournament out there in like seven, eight years. Yeah, probably. Fuck. I'm only 29, and that made me feel like I'm fucking 60. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just a little while ago, bud. God. How time flies. I've been right? out, of the, out of the game way too long. Time flies when you're having fun. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because I... Ba- Back in my day when there was actual smallmouth and Apache. I can say that now. Dude, I miss smallies and Apache. <laughs> now you got to freaking drive all the way to Havasu. Yeah. There like, were quite a few good ones caught this weekend, actually. Oh, and ours? Yeah. Yeah, again, I have no idea where people found those. There was like a couple three There was a couple of these ones. It was nice to see. Old brownies. It's getting cold, so. Makes, makes sense. sense. A little bit. No, it was cool to see some brown ones, Wade. More smallmouth than a five-pounder. That's shocking. Yeah. I really thought somebody was going to go crack a big bag. I mean, 15 is pretty good. Yeah, but I, I, some, I had a feeling somebody was going to crack 20. Hmm. I don't know why. It just... The day felt good out there. Better than I thought it was going to. And the fish seemed active, so I, I had a feeling somebody was going to go catch them. But, nope, didn't really work out that way. Nope. I mean, they caught them. Everybody just caught very solid bags. Nothing just astronomical, but just good bags. But yeah. Until next week, everybody. Yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up there then. Yeah. We'll uh, go over all the tournaments next week. Mm-hmm. Let you guys know how the uh, Copper State got to get together was. Yeah, we might head out there. I'm not sure. Yeah, depending on what you're doing. Well, yeah, I should be able to, actually. Should be able to for those times, I think. Uh-huh. What you got going. Yeah. So, yeah. Get figure. some fucking barbecue. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Need to restock on some All right. stuff after. Yeah, Roosevelt. well, we might be out there, so if you guys see us, say hi. For sure. Um, Yeah. We'll, we'll see you all next week. See you next week. Stay safe. And God bless America. God bless America. I feel like Kevin James. Are we going to have to do O Canada too, like the hockey arenas do? Maybe. Well, no, because we're in Arizona, so. Yeah, but we, never mind. Well, it depends if two. Oh, if two. I got to get this in. How about the Yotes? Yeah, fuck you. How are the Kraken doing? God. Yeah. All right, now you can end it, sucker. The Kraken got eaten by a fucking sperm whale this year. <laughs> Chewed Uh, up, spit out. See you next year.
It's all right. You got the merit. Oh, the, yeah. Then you got the seat. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 No, not good there either. I mean, you got basketball. Oh, right, yeah. There's another one. <laughs> okay. I literally tried <laughs> to get into fucking esports, and my favorite esports team lost the fucking worlds, too. And they were a shoe in to win. Yes. Like sports fucking sucks for me this year. Yeah, you're having you're having a rough terrible, terrible. Like to the point where I just don't even. I'm boycotting sports and just F one. That was my that was my one. That was my one. I'm just getting on a rant now. That was my one sport this year. Where I was like, I don't have like any affiliation. I, I don't have any coals in the fire. Like I just enjoy watching all the teams. We're good. It's a great sport. Like that was the thing this year well i'm glad you at least had that <laughs> f1 saved me <laughs> and now i gotta wait till fucking february for it to start again i can't wait for the elite series to start again yeah that too that's gonna be nice all right, all right. yep let's wrap it up rant over before we start talking about the elite series yep. next year again <laughs> see you guys next week later later